I've seen all good people turn their heads each day So satisfied I'm on my way I've seen all good people turn their heads each day So satisfied I'm on my way Hi everyone, you're listening to The Shed. This is Audrey. And this is Jason. Our most recent Shed was held at Shangri-La Studios in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. The theme that night was cycles. This next story is by Britt Leggett. So um, when I was, let's see, I guess it was about three years ago, I had just, should I scoot this down? There we go, okay. About three years ago, I would just gotten engaged. And um, in the midst of, of being in, you know, in my excitement of just being engaged, um, I saw this contest online um, run by, and everybody in this story is going to remain nameless, a very reputable vacuum company. Um, and they were like, hey, we want somebody to go on a boat in Chile and sail around and study plastic pollution. And it just so happened that at the time, I was an environmental journalist, and I make videos. And I was like, that's right up my alley. I'm totally doing this. And plus, the submission was a video. So I was like, I got it. I'm in. So I made this video. It was adorable. It was like me. And I was like, I know how to sail. It's so great. And I like plastic and all this stuff. And they picked me. And um, (laughs) then I was like, oh my god. (laughs) What's happening right now? I have to go to southern Chile. And it turns out that I had to fly to the southernmost town in the world, which is called Puerto Williams. Um, (laughs) And really super weird place <laughs> there's one bar and they serve they say they serve pisco sours but they don't they just serve pisco which <laughs> is hilarious so anyway um i it took me like four days to get there and i've been to some pretty crazy places and this is the most difficult to get to and when i was in punta Arenas, which is close to the southernmost town in the world just across the uh, beagle Strait, um I had to go to the airport three days in a row in the morning. And they were like, we're going to fly out today, promise. And they would call me and they'd be like, your plane's going, it's happening. And the second day I got there, the first day they were like, it's not happening, go back. And so I came back the second day and they were like, it's happening. And they were like, we've got a Cessna and we're going to fly over the Andes. And I was like, that's not happening. Like, I'm not getting an Cessna. I'm not flying over the Andes. Like, that's not happening. And they were like, okay, okay, come back tomorrow. We'll have a propeller jet. So the next day, I came back, and they had a propeller jet. We flew over the Andes, and I actually flew the plane. It was totally crazy. <laughs> that happened. The pilot was like, he looked like um, Sean Connery, and he was wearing, like, an aviator jacket with, like, a fur collar and a smoking cigar. I'm not kidding you. And he was, like, standing outside the plane, and he was like, hola. <laughs> I was like, this is a joke, right? It was not a joke. He definitely flew the plane, and he smoked the cigar until the plane took off, and he put it out. It was really great. So anyway, he was like, fly the plane. I was like, okay, fly the plane, whatever. And they turned very quickly. It's weird. So so anyway, we land in Puerto Williams, which turns out is one of the most dangerous airports to land in in the world. You have to, like, basically land exactly like this because the runway is about this big. And um, you are right over the Beagle Strait, and that's how Magellan basically circumnavigated the world, was he went through the Beagle Strait, and then he went up the Strait of Magellan, through the mouth of the Strait of Magellan, and um, up the coast of Chile. And it's one of the craziest weather patterns in the world down there. And so the reason that this story has to do with cycles is because it also has to do with waves. Um, And 
at the Strait of Magellan, which we didn't really know when we got in the sailboat that we were going to go through, but it was about to happen. Um, there's one weather pattern that goes like this off the southern coast of Chile, and there's one weather pattern that goes like this <laughs> off the southern coast of Chile, and basically what that does is it just throws waves and wind and crazy ass shit at the coast of Chile. And nobody lives down there. It's like a barren wilderness that kind of looks like um, another planet. It's really bizarre. So anyway, the first day, so we get down to Puerto Williams, it's great, and the captain's like, okay, we we're supposed to leave today, but we are not going to. And then we were like looking up at the sky, it was like perfectly sunny, and it was a nice wind, and we were sailing, and we were like, why not we're leaving? It's bad luck to leave on a Saturday night. And we were all like, all right, sounds great. We'll just wait till tomorrow. And like, meanwhile, in like two weeks, I have a flight out of a, like, a town that's like 21 miles, 2,100 miles up the coast. I'm like, I gotta get going, you know? It's like, so anyway, he's like, we're not leaving tonight, we're leaving in the morning. So the next morning we get up and sure enough we sail out and it's totally beautiful, like bright blue skies, totally gorgeous. And for two days we're sailing through the Beagle Strait and it's totally beautiful. And it's calm and there's glaciers and it's like mountains and it's so great. And then we wake up on the third day and it's like a squall has descended upon us. <laughs> like you just can't even imagine. And the wind was blowing at 72 knots, which <laughs> miles per hour is actually much faster. I don't actually know the conversion, but it's really, really, really fast. And so <laughs> they were like, we've got to stop the boat. And so we pulled into this little harbor and we sheltered for a couple of days in place. Um, and mind you, I was on a 72-foot sailboat with like eight other people. It was super weird. I was one of two people three people that got off the boat. And it was at this point that I realized that there were about eight, there were about, I guess there were nine of us on the boat. There was a captain, a skipper, and then seven other people. And it turned out that none of us really knew what we were getting into when he got on the boat. And um, it turns out about five of the people who didn't know what they were getting into weren't prepared for it at all. And um, there were two of us that were like, you know, we are warriors. We are going through these squalls. We're gonna like take it as it comes. And um, the two of us were the only two people to get off the boat in this um, harbor where nobody had ever, I mean, ever walked. You could imagine like no other human had ever been in this place. It was hundreds of miles from any civilization and the ground was like really spongy and you would like sink into it really deeply. And so we're like in this barren wilderness and the wind's blowing 72 miles an hour and we're climbing up mountains and it was super great. And then the next day, the wind was blowing only 45 knots. And the, the ship's captain was like, we got to go. And we were like, but it's 45 knots. He was like, it's cool. We're just going. So we're on this um, boat that had actually circumnavigated the world twice. And it was this super intense, amazing racing boat. And um, we, <laughs> we were sailing up the Beagle Channel. And there's this point at which the Beagle Channel and the Strait of Magellan smack right into each other. And for most of the time when you're sailing in them, it's very sheltered. And so the wind sort of whips through directly at you. But then when the Beagle Channel and the Strait of Magellan meet each other, it becomes this wide open spans. And it's about two miles wide. Um, and it's really like a mouth, this great big like rocky mouth. And um, so another thing to mention is that the navigation system is about half a mile off consistently in that part of the world because nobody sails there anymore because it's crazy. And um, so we were always like, when you looked at the navigation system, we were like on the rocks 
like not in the water. So anyway, so we're sailing up the Beagle Channel to the Strait of Magellan. We're like hanging out on a, you know, on a mountainside, but we're really in the water. Um, and it, when you're on a sailboat, you work in shifts. And so there were five of us in the morning and five of us at night, and then you'd switch the next day, and you had these shifts, and you would just never sleep for more than four hours. And even when you were supposed to be sleeping, it was like rocking like crazy, so you weren't really sleeping. And um, so it just so happened that my shift was up when we were meant to cross the Strait of Magellan. And remember the point where I said that five of the people that were on this boat were not prepared for it, and so basically they just didn't take their shifts. And the rest of us were meant to take up the slack. And of course, we were like, I'd you know, just gotten engaged, and I was like high on adrenaline. I was like, this is happening. Like, I'm tough. And um, the, the ship's captain like took us aside, the two of us that were meant to be on top of this 72-foot sailboat. And we're like, the wind is really strong out there. We have to go across. It's going to be really intense. So just like hold on and look in every direction that you can all the time. <laughs> and we were like, all right, sounds great, sure. And so we go up on deck, and when you're in a sailboat like that, you actually have like a harness and you hook yourself into the sailboat because you might fall off because the sailboat's like this at all times. Um, and so we like go up on deck, we've got life jackets on and our full rain gear, and we hook in, and um, it looks like, like a blender, but it's bright blue skies, but the sea is like, fucking blender. And I like look out there and I'm like, I turn around and I look at the captain and he's like, <laughs> I was like, sure. So the two of us go up and the other guy I'm up there with is um, a school teacher from Minnesota. <laughs> and he's a great guy, a great guy. But um, it's me, the video journalist and a school teacher on deck of this sailboat steering <laughs> a 72-foot sailboat across the Strait of Magellan that looks like a blender. And so we get up on deck, and the wind is so loud that we can't hear the bearing from the captain. And when you're on a sailboat, the captain yells a bearing. So it's 360 degrees, and he gets up there, and he goes, 280. And usually you're like, cool, sounds great, 280. And you correct the wheel, and you start steering at 280, except the wind was so loud we couldn't hear what he was saying. And he would be like, and we'd be like, I don't know what you said. And then he'd have to like come farther out and we were like, all right. But the problem is there are these waves that are crashing over the sailboat. And every time a wave crashed, the wheel went like this. And like, I'm not a big person, this is a big boat. And the two of us there on this, on this wooden wheel, just like trying to keep the bearing straight. And it was like the craziest thing I've ever seen. And at one point, the captain came up and he goes, the ship's not moving. <laughs> like, it feels like we're moving. And he was like, it's not moving, we're turning around. So he turned the boat around. And at this point, he had taken down the sails because it can be really dangerous to sail in this kind of weather. So he just had the engines on. Mind you, engine, full blast, 72-foot sailboat, not moving. That's how fast the wind was going. We didn't even have any sails up. And so we all go inside, turns the sailboat around. He goes, it's not going to happen. And we were like, it's totally going to happen. We can totally do this. And he's like, you people are crazy. And we're like, no, we're cool. We got it. And he's like, are you sure? And he's like, I have to put the sails up. And we were like, cool, put the sails up. Totally, let's do this. 
And he's like, all right. So he turns the boat around. We throw up all the sails on the boat. And if anybody's ever been on a sailboat before, if the, fo- if the sails are up, you are like sideways in thick wind. And so me and the school teacher go back up on deck and we hook in and we start sailing across the Strait of Magellan. And we're like this for three hours. And at one point, we're up there, and mind you, we're still, we're steering the boat, the two of us, just like this, we're hooked in, we're like, oh, we got it, we got it, and he's like, 280, and we're like, what? And he's like, 280. And the two of us are up there, like, holding the wheel, and he's like, you got it, and we're like, we can't hear you. We're just like out there, like, oh my God, and there's dolphins, and we're like, oh my God, there's dolphins, and then the boat goes like this, and we're like, oh my God, hold the, hold the whale. And then all of a sudden, like halfway across, we smack down in the water, and we both look up, and we see the sun through a wave, and it's like right above our head, and the boat's like this, and the two of us are just like, And the wave crashes down right on top of us, and we're like, oh, my God. And then for, like, 30 minutes, that's exactly how it went. I was like, wave, sun, crash, wave, sun, crash. And all of a sudden, the ship sort of rights itself. And we're, like, completely exhausted, and we're, like, wet as dogs, and the water's, like, 40 degrees outside, and so we're freezing cold. And the captain comes out, and he's like, you did it, you did it. And we're just like... What did we do? <laughs> that was, and I, like, I turn around, and that moment I looked across the street, and I realized I was in a fiberglass boat with nylon sails, with a navigation system that was computerized, and Magellan had sailed across this thing in a wooden ship with three square sails. And those guys had done it without knowing what the heck they were getting into. And when I turned around and I looked, back across what I had just sailed across, which was a vast expanse. I was like, that wasn't so bad. If he could do it in a wooden ship, like, what am I talking about? Like, that was nothing. And uh, (laughs) we start sailing up the Strait of Magellan. And there's this little island, and the Chilean Armada is like a little bit cuckoo. And um, they have people at lighthouses. And all of a sudden, over the radio, this Chilean guy goes, and he says this in Spanish, hello? Hello? And we hear this guy over the radio, hello? Hello? Is someone out there? Hello? I see you. Did you just sail across the strait? (laughs) (laughs) And we were like, oh, my God. Thanks so much for listening to The Shed. We'll be returning to the original shed location on May 9th. If you have a story and you want to share it, bring it. See you soon. Take a straight and stronger course to